This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom, The Grays. This is episode number 99, uh, one away from the big 100. <laughs> Um, we're back after a coronavirus scare. Yeah, we would. All the uh, life getting in the way stuff. We would have been like 100, like six months ago. easily. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, like the summer we would have been at 100. But we're back. Uh, third hiatus of 2020. Yeah, but you were sick. Yeah, definitely sick. Um, wasn't sick, coronavirus. Sick I don't want enough that you know that uh, you had to take a break. Yeah, take a break from work and everything. But we're back, and we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to review two movies, um, two movies that neither one of us, I guess, were hyped about. Yep. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation uh, of One Harley Quinn. Or just Birds of Prey. <laughs> well, I think it's called Harley Quinn and the Birds of yeah, Prey. Yeah, Because uh, people couldn't find it on <laughs> as they were searching. Yeah, because if you're going to put big words, at least have them be real instead yeah. of made up big words. Exactly. So. Uh, and then the second movie we're going to talk about is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, that little family <laughs> joint. Uh, but the first thing we need to do is uh, we need to talk Batman, uh, because this is the first time I'm going to be able to talk about it on a podcast, because we didn't record Active Geek this week because of illness on in the house. Yeah. But um, we get our first look via Matt Reeves' Twitter of Robert Pattinson's costume suit for Batman um, under the Fiend's lights from WWE. Yeah. I don't know why the reveal was he was in the red room. Uh, I don't know. Is that, uh, I don't know. Does that hide like stitch marks and everything? I mean, this isn't, it's not filming, right? It so is. This is. Is it filming? It's filming. They're over in Scotland doing I uh, wonder right now. if this is, uh, I don't know. Maybe this is like, yeah, it, it, it's weird that they, yeah, they, it, it's still, I think it's a, it's, you told me it's it's guns. Well, yeah, the, I, from the, the gun. I th- I think that's cool. I think there's some cool concept. I think this has the potential to be a good movie. Yeah, it, it's definitely got a good director, right? And a good supporting cast. And a lot of people, us included, are a little leery with our pats. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Is Batman the hardest superhero to cast? Who knew? No, I, I, well, no. Because, I mean, think there's but, seven people who have played Batman, and three, two were good. I, I like Michael Keaton a lot. Yeah, Keaton and Bale. And Bale, I think Bale's movies were great, but the movies were greater than he was. But yeah. still great movies. Uh, Iceman's not good. No. Um, Clooney. No. Nope. Was obviously bad. Affleck is well, kind I mean, of we, on the fence. But they did. Affleck could have been great. Yeah. But. He wanted to go out and make Coach Carter too. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it could have been good. It it's just it was a bad story. Yeah, and it was just bad planning from everybody on in along yeah. the I guess the production. So I, team I don't know where we stand. Um, I still don't know. And now this Robert Pattinson, I don't know who he, which Batman he's going to be. Um, he's going to exist in a whole different universe, which I can't ra- like. Yeah, it, it well. It's when the, do you stop that? It. I hopefully Wonder Woman eighty four answers everything, 
and maybe that's where we start. Wonder but, we start in '84. Batman's '90s. I mean, that's a lot of it's a lot of, it's a lot of bullshit to put on Wonder Woman's shoulders because. So now instead of like us just judging Wonder Woman for being a good movie and seeing where it fits and yeah. how 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 it feels to watch it, now we're worried about does it answer the universe's yeah. questions? Cuz I mean we we're going to talk another and, universal movie. And that's not fair for Wonder Woman because what I like Wonder Woman, I so far I've liked it. So now it's like, oh well, if it doesn't, you know, answer all our questions and it it's a bad movie, yeah. but it, it, that I'm not going to look at it that way. I know. I don't think we will, but I, it, that is a place where you could tell that story. I mean, yep. you are going, but she's already met Ben Affleck, Batman. But th- this is taking place thirty years before, twenty thirty years before, because this is for what so they're our saying. Pat's turns into Affleck. Uh, yeah, I feel like that. Well, our Pat's he <laughs> goes from himself to Kilmer and the Clooney. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I think. Everything's kind of relying on uh, Ezra Miller's shoulders and uh, See, that's where I think the story can be told more. Again, it's a lot of pressure and weight to put on a young actor and a movie that he's pushing to have made. Yeah. That he wants to have made. I think at one point he said he would finance it, which is a bold move. Yeah. Uh, I I think if if we're going to do something with DC, it's you tell your story that you already have made with Wonder Woman 84. You tell your Batman story. They can coexist in the early universe. Then Flashpoint brings young Arpats into the future, brings Diana into the future where we have Aquaman, we have Shazam, um, we have Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, I guess, if that's still connected. And we move away from the timeline scare with the Joker and Robert Pattinson and Wonder Woman and how how does everything match up in the 80s and 90s. are, Are we ever sure that Harley Quinn and the Joker... Her Joker and and Suicide Squad exist in their universe. Yeah, because in in this movie, you don't ever see because they cut the actual scenes. Yes, but they Jai Courtney's uh, spoiler alerts for from moving forward. Um, But in one scene in the police office, Jai Courtney's face is on a wanted poster. Right, as Captain Boomerang and Harley walks by and says, "I know him." And then walks away, but they they showed the scenes without having to show Jared Leto's awful Joker yeah. of Harley and Joker, and you know they're they've alluded to that you know it's obviously not. They're in Gotham. She talks about Batman. Yeah, I don't know. Man. And Affleck was the Batman in right. Suicide Squad, so it kind of you know yeah. it only. And made... then you see the spray painted. Robin suit. Yeah. I just don't think we're ever going to get an answer to any of those questions. Well, I know with this Batman, it kind of... First thing on the suit, since we're talking about it, uh, it gives me Arkham City vibes as far as the game. Heavily armored, sleek, but with a ton of uh, armor. Yeah. Um, Showing that maybe this Batman's a little slighter in frame, which is okay. He doesn't have to be... like The thing about Batman is he's, what, 6'4", 240 around there. Hanson's never going to hit 240. Right. And uh, 220, 215, maybe tops the. I guess it depends on what story they're going off of. He's, Long Halloween is what, yeah, what I've been told. That's what you were telling me. Um, he, But I mean, like, the athlete, he's like as good as any athlete. Yeah. And this could be like so. formidable, form, formidable years for, for Batman. Like, parents died maybe 15 years ago. He's just hitting pure peak maturity. 
Yeah. And now he's like, all right, I'm going to start putting on this weight. I'm a rookie Batman. Yeah, maybe, more of a detective. maybe he gets his ass beat a little bit. He's like, I got to get yeah. this, you know, my, I can't rely on just the suits. I have to put myself through a regimen. Yeah, he's got to get He's got to learn. Yeah. And he's going to have to kind of Kevlar his suit up. Right. But with, uh, with the story and with the whole Universal stuff, I still wish it would have been an older Batman because it takes away the chances of the seeing more Robins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the furthest you can go with Robert Pattinson is 35, 36 maybe. You can't push for 45. You can't, you know, you can't grizzle him up so he looks a lot older than right. he is. He's got a baby face. So what does that mean for our Nightwing? Or if Robin's going to be a 15-year-old? You know, do we go? Do we go? There can't be a Nightwing. There yeah, can't be. There can't be Red Hood. Yeah. So we're way behind the eight ball with that. There are characters that you know they're talking about still doing a Nightwing series, but or a movie. We don't have a Nightwing. We don't have a Robin. So I'm very curious to see where they're at. We were just talking. I'm a little curious and skeptical about the number of rogues that we're getting in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but this is all based off of a costume. He's reveal. like 33. You're right. Yeah, he's my age. Yeah. And I don't look 40, you know, yeah. on my worst days, maybe when I'm stressed out and come home from work, I look like I'm 600, <laughs> but like, I'm, a, I'm just a little worried that this is going to be right. We were Spider- talking amazing about Spider-Man two leading into this. We were talking about it. And, uh, I don't think, yeah, you're right. If they have 37 rogues, it sucks. Yeah. We can't handle that many stories to tell. That's what made suicide squad bad. that's what, Made the original, ju- I think it made Justice League bad. Yeah. It was just the suit, like assumptions and all this other stuff being made. But I think they have a chance to just say, look, uh, come and do the movie, collect your paycheck, whatever yeah. it's going to be. You're in two scenes. This is going to be a promise of future yeah. movies. I'd like, I would only like to see the Riddler and Penguin and whatever rogues, other rogues we're going to get at like a, a table. Right, like they're sitting down and they're talking about how to handle the bat. Yeah, well, you know there I mean? what there was a comic book like that where they were all just well, there was like the war of jokes and riddles more recently where all the teams like Joker had his thing, uh, his team, uh, Riddler had his team, Kite Man was heavily exposed in this. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Catwoman kind of played the fence, and maybe that could be it. Yeah, I don't know. How, like there was a but there was a classic comic book back I think probably like eighties nineties. Yeah. And they redid it for the animated series, and it's just all them sitting around the table talking about their telling their stories. And I, that'd be a neat idea. Yeah. Just like their Batman, all but, the all the rogues are the actually main characters. And but Robert this is Pattinson's. the introduction of Batman. They don't. They won't have Batman war stories yet. But oh, true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think this is more of just like we need to get. There's there's obviously a Cape Crusader along Gotham snatching up our business. How do yeah. we? Could be, yeah, they, they could be the families, the yeah. leading families in, the, in, in Gotham. Yeah, like it's kind of like what metal was. Each uh, rogue had a quadrant yeah. of Gotham, and that's how we see him. Like, so we go to the Iceberg Lounge for a little bit. We see Nigma and Catwoman is like working back and forth with Batman, and then that's it. Right. And maybe Man Hatter. I'm looking, I, haven't, I, mean, I haven't read the longest Halloween in ages. Yeah, me either. Just looking from at, this is definitely it looks like it's going to be darker. Absolutely, brooding. It looks like the way like it's it's it's, it, it's shot it is. Uh, I don't know, or well, at least the stills that were yeah. released. That, it's more Snyder than Whedon. 
Yeah, yeah. With I guess with our last Batman taste. So, uh, which is fine. Yeah, it looks uh, like it could be very uh, reminiscent of Planet of the Apes, that style vibe. Right. Uh, more of the the latter two, but where I, it's darker, I, grittier. I think about all the people that they got, they they the actors that they've, and they're not really, they don't come across as dark and brooding. Uh, Andy Circus, as he, Alfred. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kravitz, I don't know where I picture her anymore at this point because now she's doing High Fidelity on Hulu and you have Paul Dano who can be a creep when he was in Prisoners. Colin Farrell, I picture him in like a Burberry suit now. (laughs) Now I can't. Yeah, so I can't even picture him as the Penguin. Um, And then Jeffrey Wright playing Gordon. So, you know, it's going to be different for sure. And I think this it's DC, so there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be anti this. And when there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, well, this is the next Oscar winner. Here's what I just wish would happen. Instead of DC just constantly just throwing these movies out there and we're all confused and we're fans and like kind of like do this, you know, do tons of research and read everything and watch everything and try to figure this out, put effort into it. We we bite on every theory, put as much brain power as I can into this. We can't work out what's going to happen in timeline. Mm. I wish DC would come out and definitively say something. I don't think they know. That's the problem. I mean, like I would, I wish they would say, no, man, it's just, we, it's multiple universes. Yeah. And be like, okay, you yeah. said that, so that's what it is. Either tell Instead us. Instead of us just sitting here going, why is there 37 Black Canaries now? Yeah. Why are there so many Alfreds? And why, yep. are, why are there so many Gordons? Why does Alfred have a series? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are we getting so many Gordons? Yeah. And like, yep. That, why, I mean, Gotham was great, so why not, like, work, build a foundation off of that? And, yeah. He was young, and now you could he could evolve or turn into. I mean, that makes the, the most, young Pats. Yeah, Mazal could turn could have turned right into yeah. uh, Pattinson, which makes more sense. But we're gonna be like, no, we're gonna we're making our own cinematic universe. If you're gonna yeah, do it, yeah, because Mazal never got never got real big. And well, no, was, they they jumped to the future and had a stand in. That was it. Yeah. So I mean, that would have worked perfectly, I think, in my mm-hmm. mind. But I think what they need to do is, like you said, either come out and say. It's multiple universes, or we're working towards a bigger picture. And if we're wor- if we're replicating Marvel, then it needs to start with well, this Batman. The problem is every time they say, "Okay, well, here's what the universe is going to we're we're going to work on Justice League, and we're going to yeah," th- then it doesn't work. I so they move the goalpost. They move the goalpost. They move the goalpost. I would say ten years down the line, you do another Justice League. Right. Bolster your heroes, because right now we have th- four. And uh, not even not including Flash because we haven't seen him since 2017. So you have Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, and Arpats right. as Sparkle Bats. It's Twilight Sparkle, I like to call them. <laughs> so you have those guys, and then Black Adam's going to show up. Yet you've now introduced the Birds of Prey. Right. Uh, you have Harley. Yeah. Joker is existing, but we don't know where or who. Uh, it, it's very confusing. Well, Shazam told us about Superman, right? It yeah. Didn't t- say anything about. Batman, though. There's the Batarang, and Shazam right. made reference to the Parademons and Steppenwolf. Right, right So, right. is Shazam no more? Like, in, in the timeline of things, I don't I don't know. I think if they need to do anything, they need to speed line, no pun intended, Flashpoint. Like, the next movie that comes out, I would make The Rock wait. We've waited this long for it. 
Let him take 47 more Jumanji's. Let him do a live action <laughs> Scooby-Doo, whatever the hell he wants to. Train his daughter at WWE Performance Center. Um, the next movie to come out of, out of Warner Brothers DC's stable needs to be Flashpoint. Yeah. Not Suicide Squad 2. Not Shazam 2. Not Aquaman 2. Not Wonder Woman 3. It needs to be Flashpoint. To reset the timeline. Reset everything. Keep your pieces there. Yeah. The ones Don't that lose, are working. Yeah, no, we know what worked. We know... Just- we know three are working, yep. but definitely. Yeah. We know we know Aquaman's good, Wonder Woman's good. And Shazam was fun. And Shazam was good. And I think it sucks, but I think Henry Cavill was your good Superman. Yep. He had I think he just had bad movies. Yeah, he's he's gone. They're yeah. gonna move away from him. They're yeah. gonna Michael B. Jordan's gonna be Superman next. Alright. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. It's not gonna be Clark or Cal, it's gonna be either Val L or Val Zod or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, whatever works. Just make good movies. Yeah. I don't care who's playing who. We'll see, though. But um, you ready to continue our DC talk? Sure. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation <laughs> of one Harley Quinn. Or, I've never, ever, ever said it right. Yeah, I don't think I said it right there. And I'm very confident that I, I was like, I didn't stutter on any of them. But 100% spoilers uh, moving forward. Yep. So we saw the movie. And uh, we have some thoughts. <laughs> I think... Going into it, you gave it a two and a half two weeks yeah. ago, and I went three and a half. Um, did your score change? Yes. Okay. Up for the better or the worse? For the better. Mine stayed about the same. Okay. But we'll talk about I it. Think, I think we met in the middle. Okay. Three and a half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about this okay. because, um, one, I wasn't excited for it and had no – it wasn't because it's a female-led movie. It wasn't because it was a female director. It's it not sucks that, that we have to. Yeah, we have to try, clarify right? our positions. You know, uh, the fact of the matter is, for this movie, is I felt it wasn't needed in the scope of things because we don't need a Harley Quinn movie at the moment. If Birds of Prey are going to be background dancers to a Harley Quinn, right. I don't want that. I would have rather well, had a, a Harley Quinn was created for little girls. Yeah. Something for little girls to grasp onto in uh, the Batman animated universe. Mm -hmm. And she's been a huge character. Yeah. uh, The way, like, uh, Gal Simone wrote her and all. uh, Not Gal Simone. um, Uh, Jimmy Palmetti and Amanda uh, Cooper. Yeah. So, um, I don't. They all wrote her like that until recently. She's had more adult things, but. Everything that she's doing now. It, it you can't capitalize on little yeah, girls. Yeah, that's this what point. I'm thinking. Like the, her creation is, you can't you can't use her for that. No. I don't know who this. This and, is like bad bitch, boss bitch Harley. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who she's for. She's and for, it's fine. She, we're comic book geeks, so we'll watch it. She's for the girlfriends of the comic book geeks. She's for. Man feminists like that's this this movie is 100 percent feminist agenda um and not that i have a problem with that but you you took a character and put gave her backup characters where they never coexisted um harley quinn is not a hero yeah she's she's always kind of played the gray anti-hero i guess at this point but historically she's a bad guy um and in this yeah. movie they made her into you know she's wonder woman-esque fighting and you know we have to forget that she's killed people we have to forget that she was a 
a crime boss. Um, and they show you in this movie that she is a shitty person, and she even says that yeah. she's a shitty person. They showed a guy who she her she dared to joke her to tattoo his face, and you know the roller derby girl. She breaks their nose, and she steals from people, and she fights people, and she sells out Cassandra Kane at the end of the movie for you know for her skin. She's a bad person, right? And somehow we're supposed to forget that, but also remember that she is world-class League of Assassins trained fighter <laughs> where she can take out an entire precinct yeah. of cops. She could probably go toe-to-toe with any Batman or Robin. Uh, and she beats up all Black Mask gang. Uh, yeah. I, and I, you know, I'll be the first one to say, like, I don't know outside of, like, the animated stuff a while ago. And then, like, just jumping in in some comic books and reading her stuff. Like, oh, all right, you know. She's always been. She lets her, you know, dopey demeanor mm-hmm. disguise the fact that she's smart. Yeah, that's always been her thing. She's yep. really smart, and initially tell you, she tells you a couple of times. Yeah. that she, she's a doctor. She gives, P, she's got a PhD, motherfucker. Yeah, she gives a full definition of what Harley Quinn is, and that she's supposed to be a slave to the master, and she's yeah. meant there for a comic so, relief. I, but like, I, I, her thing was not fighting and it wasn't like she was a behind the scenes even she even says it a little bit in the movie i planned a lot of the, the joker's best work yep and uh, I, that's kind of a theme for this whole thing is yeah. you know the good woman behind the, the the asshole yeah for every strong man there's a yeah boss, and that's kind of boss broad or a bad broad what behind. we see with like rosie perez and yep. even like Another character that yeah. uh, is kind of unbelievable in this. Like oh. Rosie Perez is hood as shit. Like in every role that she plays, she's she's a street. Well, she boss. can't get rid of the accent. Yeah, like she is Brooklyn Bronx tough, and she's Gotham tough in this. But you can't have Rosie Perez, who you know I'd be afraid to fight fight WWE size wrestlers and you know NFL linemen with no weapons. She gets shot in the chest, and then they rip her shirt open, and like oh. All of a sudden, she had this uh, this uh, bustier on bulletproof uh, uh, corset. Yeah, um, I do. I do like Rosie Perez in this because she's just that. She, then they say she was raised on the eighties. Yeah, cops. And she talks about it. She was. She wasn't raised on the eighties cops. She was the eighties cops. <laughs> uh, she was raised more on like the Kojaks and shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I had no idea who Rosie Perez was playing in this. Over name Montoya. Well. Until you like, I asked you, and you said her name. I'm like, oh, okay, but uh, like in the when the, the the poster came, I was like, "Who the hell is yeah. Rosie Perez playing?" Right. <laughs> First, playing Ro- I had to go. Is that Rosie Perez? She's playing Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, is, "Is that fifty-five-year-old Rosie Perez?" She's still crushing it. Yeah, still, no, still, she, she um she's great. Are we <laughs> supposed to forget that Harvey Bullock ever existed other than Gotham? Because we've never seen him in anything. No. None of the Bale stuff. None of Justice League. No, we, Bale. Oh. We didn't see Bullock. We saw other guys. We saw Montoya. No, who was the who was the the dude that gets strung up? I don't think that was... That was Bullock. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember now. Or maybe I'm just... There was a, there was another fat cop, but I don't think it was Bullock. Glossing over and just put, you know, mixing all my yeah. shitty Gotham cops together. All there was... I, I, the last time I remember him was, was Donald Oak playing him. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, I'm going to go character for character. Why can't you have Donald Logan in any movies? Right. Just put him as Bullock. Yeah. You know, not many people watch Gotham. 
let's just bring him in. Um, when I think of Harley Quinn, the the one thing I will say about Margot Robbie is I think she's great. Yeah. I think she and I'm not news breaking breaking news here, but I think that as Harley Quinn, she's great. Like I couldn't take my eyes right. off of her when she was on the screen for her acting, not for her looks. Like I wasn't attracted to SoundCloud Harley. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where she's in all the weird looking outfits and shit like that. But when I, when it comes to Harley, yeah, I get why she got a solo movie, why she is the lead in this because. Yeah. Margot Robbie commands the screen. Yeah, she definitely in in uh, Suicide Squad. She's a highlight in a bad movie. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care what DC tells you. Warner Brothers tells you. It wasn't Will Smith. No, it was it was Margot Robbie mm-hmm. was was the reason you were watching that movie. Yeah, and that's why her movie came out first and might be the only one that comes out of that. Yeah. So. I mean, so much that most of them got recasted. Right. I mean, James Gunn has Idris Elba as. The, the lead, but he's not dead shot. He's vigilante, yeah. is what they're saying. But, and rightfully so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want him to be dead shot. But um, we'll go to Renee Montoya, who I think was, was okay in this. Um, yeah. Rosie Perez is Rosie Perez. Um, just shows the inner workings of a, a shitty police department that we already know. Yeah. And she's an awesome fighter, too. So two awesome fighters. Next one is the but, character. Yeah, Harley Quinn is legit, like... Oh my god! Olympic level acrobat. It was like she's like she's she's what your Robin should be. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe, you know, maybe that's what they're working towards. She's doing basically. She's doing uh, what's the Brazilian stuff? Uh, capoeira. Capoeira yeah. on the, the roof of the car with yep. roller skates. Yep. There's a lot of like slow motion insiguries and yeah. like hip tosses. Maybe she's trying out for Robin. Yeah. Could you maybe. imagine Harley Quinn as Robin in the next? Oh my god! Or Batwoman. But I mean, that's what like death, you know, the acrobatic fighting. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of, like what I was thinking. I like you said, where'd she learn that? No idea. Have zero idea. Maybe she's like Ivy League educated, and they had like she some, was on the judo team, and she. Yeah. It was like if you took Rousey and all and Carano and yeah. everybody. Speaking of um, Carano, and n- I'm just gonna segue into Mandalorian. Do you see who just got rumored a role? No, Sasha Banks. Really? In season two of The Mandalorian. Really? Undisclosed role. What? Really? Who, who, who is she? Is she Grief Cargo's daughter? Maybe. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I've ne- I don't think she can cut a good promo. Uh, maybe she plays a Jawa. <laughs> yeah, she is, she's tiny. Yeah, so maybe maybe she's like the boss I Jawa. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe, like, I know. We, we thought Bill Burr was a, a strange fit for yeah. Mandalorian. He was great. But let's go back to, uh, let's go back to this. Journey Smollett Bell. Um, as I'm watching this, I was like, "Your brother's a liar." Like your <laughs> His brother, brother her, her, she was being indicted for yeah. uh, for faking a, an assault, yeah. paying people to like beat it's him going up. Going on right now. Yeah, and um, she was the character I was most looking forward to because I love Black Canary. Yep. Um, different take. Very different take. Very uh, different, 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 different. We take. yeah, the eighth, the eighth wonder of the DC universe, which is crazy. Like this is. We'll get the Huntress. Uh, I there's a little confusion because this is the Black Canary that we all know is probably the way. If you were to rank everybody and the way that people do rank people, is she's up there fighting ability like with Batman. Yeah, considered like one of the best in the DC universe. She's really good in this. Yeah, she, her fight skills. When you finally see, but she's a lounge singer. Yeah, but. See, they didn't do her justice, and that's yeah. I well, 
we think there might be a story coming. There has to be because and they got to introduce an Overwatch and all that. So it, we'll see. Uh, Rosie Perez goes to um, Dinah Lance's apartment and says, "We need to talk." And she goes, "No." And she's like, "Thanks for the coffee." Blah blah blah. They walk away, and she's like, "You need you had the same gift as your mother." You need to use that. And it's kind of like saying, you know, stop working for Sionis. And I thought that that was a good little play where yeah. she was under his thumb calling her little bird like Ollie used maybe, to do. Maybe her mother trained her. Maybe her mother. Because that it was Dinah. Maybe her mother was the original. Her mother's Dinah Drake. Yeah. So comic wise, Dinah Drake is the original Black Canary. Then yeah. there's Dinah Lance and then there's Laurel Lance. Um, I think that the story's there. But they didn't even allude to that. They just maybe said you had the same gift. That's it. Maybe they're testing the waters to see if people bite on Jesse Smollett. I don't. I don't think that they could have with this because. But it, I mean, it, this movie has been people... deemed a flop. Really? Yeah, it only made nineteen million dollars this week. Four day weekend. Hmm. Um, it should have beaten the next movie we'll talk yeah, about, but it didn't. Right. Um, and it didn't. It barely won its week. Week one. We'll see. I. This might be one of those ones that people don't didn't like we didn't think this was going to be good Mm-mm. we didn't think this was going to be watchable critically it's good uh it's got a 79 on rotten tomatoes yeah. and like we both said our our bar was low for this Very it, low. It, it raised a little bit for this uh but when they go from journey smollett's black canary to mary elizabeth winstead's uh, huntress you get a full backstory for huntress right. which was awesome and i would have liked more of as she's arranging this team you get the backstories uh, and they didn't do it for Black Canary, which was a yeah, big ball drop. Cause well, she's, they do a lot of uneven backstories. Yeah, she's the third lead in this movie. Yeah. Because she's in it the most. Um, and she's working for Sionis, and you get the Huntress, and it's like hour and 45 minutes. You finally realize that that's her name, the Huntress. And you find out that she's been trained in Sicily as an assassin. Like, there's a movie for the Huntress right there. Yeah. There, it was very Batman Begins vibes. Like, you could have her go over to Sicily, and t- the whole movie takes place there, and she comes back with her a green arrow kind of vendetta and does her thing, and you pick up right where she's introduced. Execution for her was great. They made her awkward. They made her seem like somebody who was kind of in the shadows, who didn't work, grow up around real people, grew up around dummies and, yeah. you know, sparring partners where you're not going to have conversations. You're going to beat the fuck out of each other, and you're going to leave. Um, I thought that that was good. And then we get to Sionis. <laughs> Who uh, had his uh, his fuckboy with him, Victor Zaz, <laughs> who, if my man licked any more faces in this movie, yeah, uh, he would have been indicted for rape. Cause he, he was, was close. He was throwing out some serious rape vibes. Yeah. And uh, Sionis is very OCD in this movie, very uh, definitely flamboyant. Definitely until he puts the mask on. Yeah. An hour and <laughs> 38 minutes into the movie, we, get, we finally get the mask. And, you know, he's got the cool flashy suits and he's got the little shrunken heads in his house. Yeah. Um, I think Ewan McGregor was great as Black Mask. Um, I think they should have kept him alive, though. Uh, yeah. For for him to... Uh, here's a big spoiler here. Uh, if you're not going to keep him alive and you're going to kill him off, do it better than you did. Yeah. Like, they... It was I, very easy to kill somebody yeah. that you're supposed to be afraid of throughout the whole movie. Right. And like you, you're introduced to this man. Well, he man. doesn't. He's not. He doesn't get his hands dirty. Really. No, because he's wearing the gloves. Yeah, got those badass drivers gloves the whole time. Yeah. Um, he and ha- yeah, and that's why he, you know, he doesn't like. A, you know, he other every 
why we find out somebody else has to drive for him and stuff yep. like that. So. And, you know, he's got um, Zaz cutting off the face of Walter from The Tick. Yeah. Uh, and from um, Alter Carbon, right? Wasn't he in Alter Carbon, Was too? He? Yeah. So. He's yeah, in a lot yeah, of Francois you're... Chow is his name. Yeah. Cutting his family's face off, and he's got the snot bubble, and he's like, oh, no, kill, kill the girl. Did. Kill the yeah. girl. I'm done. And he's like, ew. Ew. He's very Jimmy Fallon from in the, his skits, ew. He's like, ew. <laughs> and he just walks away. I think out of this movie, and Cassandra Kane was pretty awesome, too. A very high bar for her. Um, I'll go, I'm going to go three and a half. Stays right where it was. Yeah. Uh, act one and two are very slow building. You're organizing the lots team. Lots of, lots of. It, Fourth wall narration. Yeah. If you, I felt like they didn't trust us. No. And. Because it wasn't made for this movie's not made for us. Right. It's made for the comic book newbie. It's made for the the yeah. girlfriends, and that's why it came out on get Valentine's Day. They Mario called it Valentine. But the thing is, they didn't do like you remember the Suicide Squad, and this might be an indictment of of uh, what's his name that directed Suicide. David Ayers. Yeah, and, and and maybe how like they had the slow pan while she's taking her clothes off, mm-hmm. like. That's kind of what he did, and people were talking about like he sexualized a lot of absolutely. Like, whereas this is, you didn't get any of that. No, even in the like the lead up, it, the media stuff, and <clears throat> they made her a mess throughout this entire movie. Yeah, like it, it was a very Bridget Jones Diary meets Girls Trip meets. Right, she's wearing some onesie, which yep, my girlfriend wears onesies every night. So she's got a gopher stuffed animal and a hyena. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's. She she's in like she looks like a SoundCloud. Every SoundCloud yeah. rapper's first music video is this movie, right? But th- yeah, did they, we see a Suicide Squad? Uh, did we see her jumping into vats in Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought we might have. We definitely saw it here. Like, yeah, that was that's where it was from. That they yeah. were archive scenes, and they even allude to Suicide Squad with the Daddy's Little Monsters shirt. Yeah. But yeah. also, she goes into she very narrative in the towards the end. She's like, I went to jail, came out of jail. Uh, died, was in college, came back, went out of jail, then w- went back into jail with a bomb in my neck, came out of jail with a bomb in my neck. Now I don't have a bomb in my neck. Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's the last 25 years of Harley Quinn for the people who aren't there. Like, I looked around at the people who were in the theater, and I'm like, none of you should be here. Right. This one family brought their, like, four-year-old daughter. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, see, that's this the is thing a kid's is- movie. She might be watching, or she might be reading the new stuff where Harley Quinn's like. She can't be reading the new stuff. That's uh, even worse. I know. It's fat. You remember Fabio? Uh, yeah. Like telenovelas. That's what I, it is. Well, I there just was like reading that time where her she was she was rooming with Ivy. Uh, Ivy, and then there is, but you know she might see her on the old animated stuff, or she might. I would have liked to see Ivy in this. And we I, said this all along that. And Margot Robbie fought for Ivy to be in this, and they cut it. I think that would have been a good play. Yeah. I think the last scene should have been Margot Robbie and or Harley Quinn and Cassandra Kane driving to a friend's house, and it was Ivy. They're setting up their little, you know, badass bitch group. That's what they're calling them. And then I think there's only one casting for Ivy. Who do you think? Karen Gillian. Oh, I, it sucks because she's Marvel girl. She wants to play Batgirl. I know. And she said that she would direct and. I don't know. She's too tall. Yeah. Too lean. She, but, I mean, she looks like Ivy with yeah. the red hair. And, yeah, I don't know. Emma Stone would be great. Yeah. And she's already... You no, know, she's a Margaret girl, too. She's about to play Cruella DeVille <laughs> in Disney. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, Ivy I don't should... know who Ivy could have been, but 
I think she. I think Karen Gillian would have been good. Ivy's gonna get casted in Batman, Long Halloween before right. we even see I her. I mean, that would make some sense. Yep. But I don't know. Uh, what do you get it? I'm gonna. Get, uh, I'm not gonna go too crazy here. I'm gonna say like a three. Yeah, definitely going up, and it, and it looks great. Cinematography's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, I think Kathy uh, Kathy Hahn, the director, yeah. uh, she did great. Yeah. No choppiness, great CGI. We were talking about the hyenas, like a highlight yeah. because Bruce. it looks like a zoo film um, compared to like that right there. Yeah, the Call of the Wild with this <laughs> fake ass dog. Oh my god, I can't even it's tell. A dog. Yeah, it's <laughs> a Saint Bernard. Forever. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, I, it looks great when she's in the uh, police station. She's shooting the guns and like a lot of glitter. Yeah, or not glitter, the gender reveal. Yeah, she just yeah. went through a whole. 20 minute gender reveal scene. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's got highlights. It's yeah. got and you know, you said for whatever whoever the white scenes are for and however she learned them, they're fun to watch. Yep. The um everything she does it has some cool like quick cuts and stuff. The yeah. stuff where she's getting drunk and the uh and and what's it, it, it bar was good. And yeah, the black hand ma- so, black mask called I and I like you know it's it's a game of one-upsmanship when it comes to Victor Zaz. Yeah. Because everybody's saying, you know, this is the guy that this is the creepiest guy in maybe all of Gotham lore. Yeah, he, he was creepy in this, yeah, for like, sure. And his the scarring he's done is so much creepier than like the other stuff we've seen. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't even think they got into that in Gotham, they the didn't. scarring. No, he was just he was just that alopecia. Yeah. And that Which, guy, went that he took off. He yeah, was on, well, like, he was great. He's in Barry and all this stuff. He's in yeah. a ton of shit. This, well, I think in real life he had. Yeah, he definitely he, he is like, alopecia in real yeah. life. And I think Chris Messina, who played um, um, Zaz in this, was good too. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying it, it's it's now a game where because Zaz is like I said, Zaz, you can go like I remember Zaz in the Arkham games was creepy. Yeah, so. when he's when you're trying to fight him on the phone. Yeah, and yeah, that was that was crazy. So. Uh, I, I like it, and I, I think it's good. But yeah, there, there's def- it's got legs for it's better. I, I you know this is going to be the the phrase of the this episode. This is what the episode should be titled is better than we thought. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I talked to Chuck; he had seen it before us, and he's like, "What'd you think?" And I was like, "Better than I thought. It wasn't great, but it was better than I thought." Yeah. Uh, which brings us to our next movie, <laughs> uh, a movie that when the first trailer came out. We were like, this ain't it. Nope. This is not it, Chief. Uh, why does that hedgehog have human teeth? Yeah. And then, Why does he got human teeth and one eye? Yeah. And then it went back into the uh, – Jeff Fowler was like, yeah, we can't put this out. We're going to listen to the fans and we're going to – There's gonna, people throwing up in the street. Right. People movie. are petrified of the color blue. Uh, I might not work ever again. <laughs> and they went back and in the first time – I think I've, I've seen in a yeah, very long time, they went back and they – redesigned their lead character yeah and this was a movie that when it came out i was like i like sonic i liked playing the game i thought it was a lot of fun uh but then they're like yeah we're gonna roll out james marsden who's best known to me for the nacho fries uh, commercials (laughs) jim carrey who is uh very polarizing right now and um ben schmidt who plays uh john raffio in I don't even think Ben Schmidt's his name, uh, but Ben Schwartz. Schwartz, yes, Ben Schwartz uh, plays Jean Raffio in Parks and Recs. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's awesome in Parks and Recs, uh, and he plays your lead. And I was like, these aren't 
huge names no. for a what could have been a huge property. Right. Um, I liked I liked Ben Schwartz. Uh, I mean, so, er, that's a, um, uh, uh, Jim Carrey, I mean, is a huge name. Yeah, and he's a huge get because he hasn't been acting that much lately. Right. I mean, he has a show, but movie-wise, I think the only movie I've seen him do since this was Bad Batch. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he had any lines in that. He was Hermit. Yeah. But going into this movie, I had this was zero bar. This was one of those movies where I'm like, you're going to get my money because I appreciate what you did. Right. And, and I, we were talking about that before is um, how do you gain confidence mm-hmm. or how do you build confidence and how do you build trust? And it's, it's you know, maybe to some people it's, it's silly to hear when people talk about trust. But, you know, that's why every Marvel movie makes a billion dollars. Yeah. They don't even have to spend a ton of money on because we trust them. And that's yep. why DC is hard. Like, they fight for it. Yep. Um, because we don't trust them. Yeah. And when you see that they hear what everybody's saying, they go, you're right. We're, we're going we're gonna to take six months. We're going to fix this. Yep. We're sorry. Yeah. And we're going to give you a great Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This was a movie where I was like, Harley Quinn's going to win Valentine's Day. I thought I, I did too. Because there's nothing else that came out. I think in our upcoming episode from two weeks ago for Galaxy uh, for Active Geek, we actually talk about this. Like the photograph, that's a love story. That's Lakeith Stanfield. That's Issa Rae. That had had legs. Fantasy Island, not going to win the week because now it's a horror show. Yeah. Sonic, I didn't think it was going to win the week. It wins the week. $58 yeah. million dollars on, a, on a Sunday, on a four-day weekend. Yeah. Uh, 95% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes where it could have been a 12. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, bef- like before. And this, what a fun movie. Yeah. What a fun watch this was. And this is for this is a video game movie, and it that genre's been cursed. Uh, uh, yeah, this broke the curse, and this is yeah, a yeah, might have been yeah. Might have, I mean, even like Pikachu didn't work for us. No, I loved it. I love Pikachu, but there's no future for that. Yeah, there's an absolute future for this. Now, speaking of Pikachu, I was going to get to this, but had Pikachu not come out, Ryan Reynolds as Sonic, it would have been would would have been perfect, right? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ben Schwartz was fantastic, uh, and when he did the Fast and the Furious line, where he's like, "It's family," I, I lost it. I was like, "Oh my god, he's 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 reading into it," but it was. Um, I mean, from start to finish, this was a really really good movie. Yeah, um, better than I expected. Uh, yeah, this one was a lot better. Um, but I, like we talked about and said, you know, we're gonna see it, and I I. I I know the game. I played like two of them, not all of yep. them. First and second one. I, and I love the second one. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong with seg- old Sega games. Yeah. Like, they were the best. You know, uh, I have two Segas in the apartment right now. They keep talking about maybe a little too much with all the Mushroom Planet. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. It's a little dig at uh, uh, Super Mario World. Yep. Um, well, that wasn't a little dig. That was a, was a huge dig. Cause yeah, there's no life on there. No <laughs> one wants to go to the Mushroom Planet. Um. So yeah, I, I think uh, it was it was real good. It was uh, it worked out well. The Robotnik drones and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was like, okay, now I see it because yeah. that's it was very cool. I thought that was going to be the hardest part. It was pulling off, and it's not a. It's this is definitely this is easy. Yeah. This target audience is easy. Yeah, this is a kids movie. Yeah, through and through. But you got to get the parents. Yeah, no, no one wants to see that horrifying well, Sonic the Hedgehog that they had. Right. And they, well, the parents come in because they've watched or they, they played play the, game. the games, yeah. like me. I mean, it's I, I 
I don't play video games, and I don't have a, like nostalgia like yeah wonderlust for video games. But if we but. went to a bar that or a brewery that had video games at every table, and Sonic was there, you and I'd be playing that yeah. for hours. Everyone would be like, they would have le- like everybody we were with left. We're 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 tails and Sonic for an hour and a half. Yeah. So uh, I I think that's why um, it did so good. Like I. I People trusted it. People liked, and I, I heard a lot of people say this. They really did like that. Yeah, they listened. Yeah, because you know, in a way, you think, well, nobody's listening. Nobody yeah. cares, and that that's true for a lot of stuff. But yeah. and they gave you characters that you could get behind. Yeah, it wasn't like the story wasn't out of control. It was a small town sheriff wanting to get out. Yeah, uh, and he finds this little Sonic, little hedgehog. And you see Baby Sonic, and you feel for the long right. claw when she gets killed on the on on the first world. They use the rings, cool. I thought that that was really neat. Uh, and then, like you said, the the Robotnik's modernization of everything to make it believable with the right. drones and stuff. I thought that that was that was well done. <laughs> and when they got to San Francisco and they introduced Tom's wife's sister. <laughs> I was done. She's like, "Catch me, Jesus!" And she falls, and they tie her up. Oh, she was, she was comic. What'd gold. she say? She goes, uh, "Do you have nuclear weapons or the emails?" Yeah. <laughs> she was, she was great. I just think from top to bottom, this was, this was a great movie. She tells her daughter, "Hey, put on my Fitbit so I yeah. get some. Yes, I can finally get some steps." <laughs> Oh, you're not using my car, and then they let Sonic drive? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had no and, but idea. But she got out, I was like, why did we let him drive? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it was smart, it was funny, it was wholesome, it was... Yeah, dev- it was wholesome. That's it was a good Yeah, it's a good... It's the last time I've seen a family movie yeah. and been like, this is actually good for everybody. Because you, f- you feel for, like, Sonic when he, he loses consciousness, and they take him to San right. Francisco, and... You know, when they're in the bar scene and they, they slow it down, the Quicksilver stuff, you're like, oh, that's from X-Men. They did yeah. a really good job. The Flash comics that they showed uh, yeah. in the and beginning was great. Right. It, I guess, yeah, it most reminds me of um, Quick the, the Quicksilver, yeah. where they, he's moving the bullets and stuff like that. And I think Tim Miller was attached to this, so he's oh, got okay. a little experience in that realm. Yeah. With Deadpool, and, at least. Yeah. And where he's like... Um, and in the bar brawl, he's he's you know tying the guys up mm-hmm. and stuff. I think yeah, definitely reminded me of Quicksilver, yep. and I guess that see the Quicksilver stuff should be going forward, yeah. even if it DC takes it and says you know it's a direct copy. Yeah. Fine, it works. Yeah. It's one of the best scenes. And so, it's a, one of the coolest things that he could do. Yeah, it was the best stuff of those X Men so, movies. Yeah, it is actually one of my favorite things in the X Men yep. movies. Every I, single scene that he was in, even in that awful shit show that we watched dark phoenix yeah uh when he's running around against leandra you're like yeah that's right that's what we wanted or when so. he's on genosha fighting uh this this movie was good and then we got the the end credit yep and uh it's tails yep tails looks great tails uh, on a walkie talkie and yeah that, like what's going on like she's reporting from another world it's like she's she's an alien coming in to find sonic i want to know how they lost sonic um, and I'm and wondering what is like who's she reporting to? Is like is she reporting a long claw, yeah. or is she reporting to Knuckles? So Knuckles is in a few. I think we're coming up on Knuckles next movie. Yeah, I feel like Knuckles goes and finds Robotniks on right. the uh, Mushroom Planet, and they team up against yeah Sonic and Tails. Um, who Tails was played by 
think her name was like Colleen Osanashi or something oh, like that. Wow. Um, <laughs> Chuck Chuck and I were talking about it. I was like, who who played Tails? And he had no idea, but um, she obviously is going to get recasted, right? You think? Uh, yeah. I mean, if people are excited about it, yeah. I mean, it. I can't think. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, they got. I could see Emma Stone as second Emma Stone drop. Yeah. As, as Tails, but that would. Or like Sarah Silverman, and then I wouldn't want to watch the movie. I just, I'm just thinking, but I, I think, um, what, what do you want to do with with your ranking with this? Where do you go with this? I'll find out who plays Sale. I'm going Tails. to go um, three and a half tentatively. Okay. And I know I'm rating it the same. No, actually, a little better. It was good. I, you know, we could we could pick apart how his powers fluctuate and like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's faster and almost faster in life, but then some. He's got to get know. those Adidas NMD shoes yeah. to feel better. He's running through shoes and. I thought that, that was cool. Yeah. Where you you you're seeing the the science behind the yeah the, running. the actual science that uh, Robotnik comes out with is really good. Yeah. If I saw this, I I didn't get a chance because I woke up and I watched this early, and Binks was still asleep. If I watched it with Binks. Yeah. And seeing him react to it, I think my 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 rating would definitely go up. Yeah, watching it as like the old man, and it's definitely a kids movie. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not like uh, I I could watch kids movies and enjoy myself. Yeah, I, I think we both can. Absolutely. But I think my rating would go up a little bit seeing how he reacts to it. Yep. I think he would like it, and but uh, you know, f- from a standpoint of an adult watching kids movie, it's a three and a half. It's still a good movie yeah. and very watchable. Yeah, and like, I know I could have my daughter watch it, and she would probably have fun watching him scoot around and stuff yeah. like that. So I go four point two five. Okay. Um, I think James Marsden was awesome. Uh, Jim <laughs> Carrey uh, dominated every scene that he was in, yeah. and they utilized him right. There wasn't that. It wasn't that. Uh, we talked about this yesterday at the brewery, but um, Jim Carrey to me can get annoying. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of his roles, he didn't get annoying in this. I wasn't annoyed well, by Neil thing, McDonough. Yeah, I think he's Neil McDonough because Jim when he, Carrey. When he popped up, I was like, "Oh, Neil McDonough." Jim Carrey out annoyed mm-hmm. Neil McDonough. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, I like the dynamic between Jim Carrey and the other agent. Yeah, thought that was cool. And I liked uh, Tom's wife. I can't remember her name. I don't think I've ever seen her before. Um, I think her name was like T- Tyla. Uh, you know, I don't even know. The woman who played uh, Tails. Her name was Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Uh, she oh, was. O'Shaughnessy. She's That's most slightly familiar. Most known playing jazz on Danny Phantom. Oh nope. Uh, Tika Sumter uh, played. Uh, okay, I have no idea who that is. Oh, though. she was in Ride Along. That's where I know her from. I like. I liked Ride Along. They Ride were Ride Along with... with Ice Cube and uh, Kevin Hart. Yep. But I'm gonna go 4.25, a little bit better than Harley Quinn, just because the future is a little more clear with this one. Harley yeah. Quinn. We know that the Birds of Prey consist of. Um, Montoya Huntress who has new goggles and um, Black Canary but we don't know what happens after that right. this one I feel like it's, it's extremely ma- watchable yeah and it's made and he, a lot more money yeah yeah, true this is the kind of movie where you don't have to like really fret about not watching the beginning yeah. like oh it's on I'm gonna just watch it Yep, and be and, happy with it and I think uh, Jeff Fowler deserves a huge kudos for this uh, yeah that's why I went well, and saw it, and that's to, you know. Here's what it really is like. We always talk about um, 
like these are works of art and like mm-hmm. people's vision for what their movies should be and to hear an outcry against it and and um not go well you know f them they don't yeah. know what they're talking about and 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 double down instead you go okay i, I hear what you're saying our, our bad yeah this, he must have seen this and been like this ain't it but the studio probably was like this, this is it let's see what it, how it tests and it tests awful and he probably went back like big balls blue there and he went in like see this is this is it yeah uh, i knew what was right i will ask you this though the subtle digs at mario right we haven't seen mario since bob hoskins was alive right <laughs> does the success of this movie lead to nintendo saying we need to go back into the Mar- like a mario a zelda games like that uh do you think i don't know why haven't we got a mario movie? i i think a zelda movie could make a good billion dollars yeah i agree if done right yeah if, if not avatar last airbender no. not dragon ball z no. because they were oh, they were hard I, watches you could take the hobbit script and just like scratch out all mm-hmm. the names that aren't in zelda yeah, or and, the witcher yeah 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 because it's very relatable like ganon is very relatable to sauron yeah so it's not that different um, his, There's Sauron people. was a wizard and Ganon was was a demon, right? Mm-hmm. So, but whatever. It, they're, they're saying Star Fox might be on the forefront too. I think you could, you know, or, you know, put out a bunch of Nintendo movies mm-hmm. and then somehow do a Bash Brothers. Yeah, I mean, D- Detective Pikachu is a Nintendo movie. Yeah. Um, they should just, I mean, it doesn't have to be the... Put po- out a Star Fox Universe movie. Put out uh, Metroid, yeah, with Samus. Uh, Kir- no, no Kirby. Let's get the fuck away from Kirby. Nobody needs to see. My daughter loves Kirby. It would be Danny DeVito in pink, just <laughs> running around sucking up things. But Danny uh, DeVito could play Mario. But then for what? What are we watching? We're watching gold. Danny DeVito and Charlie Day as. Uh, All right. Right now, I'm sold. So, well, that's a you know we're talking about what I want to say is like okay, Zelda would work. Um, Star Fox would be a great yeah. something. I don't know if it'd be live action or if it'd be like a, a, a you know a hybrid. Metroid would absolutely work. That's their sci-fi realm. But all those are exciting and adventurous. And what is Mario? Mario, I got it right here. Mario is an old plumber. So you, this is what I think. You have Mario trying to solve Mario and Luigi trying to solve irrigation somewhere right <laughs> and they fall into like they're they're plumbers but they there's a they're in flint and they fall into this huge pipe in the sewer and they end up in the kuba land but is it going to be mario to me looks like he's about a 55 year old absolutely nearly retired yeah bob hopkins yeah and and luigi's like 10 years younger than him danny devito and john linguizamo <laughs> You just John was, uh, yeah. What if right, he could so, still pay, but it still wouldn't make any sense. Danny but. DeVito, Keanu Reeves as Luigi. <laughs> I'd watch it. The We're, new twins, right. or it's like, you know, you just get. They don't have to be Italian anymore. No, you know, it could be Idris and Jason Momoa, <laughs> right? And they just show up there to like the the sexy plumbers, right? And like all the housewives are like, ooh. <laughs> What kind of movie are we watching? <laughs> you know what kind of movie we're watching. <laughs> I think it would be in the realm of Pikachu with the animation from Pikachu. 
uh, in with the two. But plumbers. I mean, like, and you introduce Peach and Bowser. And I always them. I think about this sometimes when I'm playing like Super Mario's World. I'm just like just running around with like this porn stash plumber. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, this guy's been around since 1980. Why? Because Why he, is he so famous? Because he's awesome. And, like, he gets the... He can fly. He I can just throw fireballs. I just don't, like... he He's giving the American dream men, to people. Yeah. Maybe... Even a plumber can be I'm not sure hero. all the parts would work. I know the princess would work. I know, like, the... getting Gaining the different powers would work. Gaining uh, flight would work. I know, but... Koopas could you can make them work? But yeah, you can't make. They tried to make them work in the nineties. They, yeah, they were I, I horrifying. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that night, was. Nightmare that was. That was the same production team from the original Sonic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we did this. I don't know how you make it into a relevant thing that the Nintendo playing populace because. You could get Danny DeVito, and you'd get us watching the movie. Yeah, him and, and our, him and Mac. Yeah. But running around, you, are you going to get kids? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think you could do it all based in the fear house where he's running from the ghosts. <laughs> I would yeah, be, I'd, I'd be true. on board to watch that. I'd watch a Mario Paint movie, true. Like, I want a Mario movie. I think Sonic, I want, I want, I want Nintendo, and I do think they should lead up to Super Smash Brothers. I think Sonic is the back door. For like, Nintendo to get on the ball, yeah, and it, it took of course, oddly it, enough, of course, it took a Sega property to you know, <laughs> but wet the yeah, whistle I mean, I think it'd be cool to watch. Yeah, it lead up to like fight scenes and stuff. The, the Super Smash Brother would be awesome. Yeah, it would be really cool. I mean, that's Avengers. That's type Endgame. Of yeah, planning the, the uh, like NCU decades. Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Yeah. We're going to watch that. <laughs> it's decades and decades of planning, but well, we started it. Yeah. Speaking if, you, into, if it happened, we're speaking into reality, maybe. Yep. But get, this gets the Galaxy Wars bump. Shit, uh, we didn't say TM at any point. TM TM on everything. <laughs> this is all our intellectual property. But that's it, man. This is the last episode before our big 100th episode. Uh, perfect timing, I guess, because uh, I'm going away the following week. Yeah, and we're gonna have a special guest probably after yeah. that, who's very excited for a 1986 movie review, <laughs> uh, which. Is awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Well, yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk about what's going to happen, but I think it's good timing because that whoever who starred in that movie is kind of making a comeback. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, but next week we're gonna we're coming back with a a, a big one. We're not going to talk about what we've watched. We're going to just uh, we're going to talk about the the future, not just for the podcast, but for uh, sci fi and everything else that we uh, we enjoy. We'll probably bitch about DC a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I but mean, that, but that's natural. Yeah, uh, we're slowly positioning ourselves into a job in the DC front office. Yeah, if you we're talk, trying. yeah, if you talk about them enough, whether it's good or bad, they give you a job, <laughs> and that's where we're at. But uh, we're also online, so social um, social media is Galaxy Wars Podcast. Look out for us there. Uh, like, rate, and review all of our stuff on podcast directories. We're on iTunes, Pod, um, Podcoin, Stitcher. We're on. Spotify, we're all over, so just you'll find us. Rate and review, that's important. Um, yeah. We're starting to realize, you know, how much the reviews 
they add put us, up. Put our, our name out there. That's so. right. And give us a five star. And if you have a podcast, just DM us and we'll we'll swap some reviews. Um, and support the network, Active Geek, Binks and the Beards, which is coming back soon. Yep. Uh, Box Office Flashback podcast is still out there in the archives, so go listen to him. Uh, yeah, and we'll be back next week with episode 100. Here's $20. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs>